0: Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Today, we are going to talk about cardiovascular disease and some dietary strategies for prevention of cardiovascular disease. Uh, And now, and most of us will know that we're told that we need to reduce our salt to impact upon uh, our risk of developing heart disease. And there is pretty good evidence that that is a good strategy. So a study using data from the UK Biobank, which I've talked about before, involved about half a million people, and showed that reducing salt intake could significantly decrease the risk of heart problems. And they found that those who rarely or never added salt to their meals had an 18% lower risk of developing atrial fibrillation, which is a common heart condition, compared to those who always added salt. Uh, and those, uh, the study further added that even a small reduction in salt could lead to significant health benefits. Uh, but for me, it's, it's not just about the salt that we add to our food, because we know that the vast majority of salt in people's diets is coming from ultra-processed foods. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, but something that has been uh, completely overshadowed and not discussed a lot is the role of potassium. And recent research has brought to light the significant benefits of potassium when it comes to combating the adverse effects of of high salt intake. So a study published in the European Heart Journal showed that people with the highest potassium intake were 13% less likely to suffer from heart attacks or strokes compared with the lowest intake. Now, this is a pretty compelling statistic especially when we compare it to the Biobank study and showed that people who didn't add salt to the meats had an 18% lower risk of developing AF. So AF is just this this kind of fluttering of of the heart, uh, which is problematic, but it's nowhere near as problematic as heart attacks or strokes. And this study on potassium further revealed that, that especially women, particularly those who had a high salt level in their diet, experienced lower blood pressure when their potassium intake was actually higher. Uh, now, this gender-specific uh, finding is intriguing, um, and it suggests that, that potassium may be particularly beneficial for women in managing their cardiovascular health, but it's not just um, the women. So l- let's just go into a little bit more detail on this. So this was a, a really big study um, called the uh, from the Epic Norfolk study, which is a long, ongoing study. And there was about 11,500 men and 13,500 women is between 40 and 79, and they, they tracked their potassium intake, dividing them into groups based on their levels in their diet. So the, the highest intake was taken around... 3.3 grams for women and 3.5 grams for men of potassium per day compared to the lowest group who had 1.9 grams for women and 2.2 grams for men. Uh, and, and this, it's, it spanned nearly two decades, this study. So give us some pretty good data on the long-term impacts of potassium on, on heart health. And and interestingly, um, they found that the benefits of potassium actually go beyond just countering the negative effects of sodium. And we know that sodium and potassium act in a bit of a balance. Uh, But they found that potassium seemed to not only just balance out the sodium, but seems to have a protective effect in its own right. And that suggests that increasing our intake of potassium-rich foods could be a pretty effective strategy in improving heart health and reducing the risks of, of cardiovascular disease even independent of our sodium intake. So potassium is found in many different foods, especially fruits and vegetables. So we know that leafy greens, um, beans, nuts, dairy foods, and even starchy vegetables like squash and, and and potato potatoes are are rich sources of of potassium, uh, and so it's really about making sure that we're eating lots of fruits and vegetables. Add some beans, lentils in there, and uh, make sure you're having nuts. Yeah. And we also get significant amounts in chicken and salmon, and coconut butter, which is my go to sports drink um is coconut water it's pretty high um, in in potassium so it's a great thing to add that now the independent benefits of of potassium are they to do with the potassium per se or are they to do with the fact that all of these foods that I just mentioned that are rich in potassium are actually good for us in for lots of different reasons. Um, so I'm always hesitant about focusing in on a particular nutrient because it's a kind of food that, that 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 is really important, and and all the polyphenols and flavonoids and stuff like that. Now, I have read some stuff where people are are um, aware of the benefits of potassium. And proposing that people actually use uh, potassium supplements. However, we, we need to be a little bit wary of that because um, some research has shown that supplementing with potassium is not a particularly good idea and certainly doesn't if you have excessive potassium and um, you can get stomach pain you can get diarrhea and there can even be serious effects on on heart rhythm particularly in people older adults especially who have diabetes who have kidney issues so Really, this is about um, eating a balanced diet, minimizing our ultra processed foods. As I say, most of the, the sodium in people's diets so or the salt comes from eating ultra processed foods, not adding a little bit at the dinner table. And, and other things that you can do that will have a synergistic effect on reducing your blood pressure and improving your heart health is that if you're overweight, Losing 5 to 10% of your body weight can have an absolutely profound impact on your blood pressure. And, And we know that some people respond really well to exercise in terms of their blood pressure. Some people don't respond tremendously well to that. And it's the same for salt, right? What we now know is there are certain genes involved in it that if you have variants of particular genes you are particularly salt sensitive when it comes to blood pressure, but other people reducing their salt may have a very negligible impact on their blood pressure, if even any. Um, So it's about having that balanced approach where you're eating real food um, and that will help you to lose weight as well, obviously, as well, um, combining that with some exercise uh, and just making sure that you're eating potassium rich foods, I think is a more effective strategy than just targeting the salt. And, and I add salt to my diet and I've got no issue with doing that because my levels of ultra processed foods are pretty low and salt is actually necessary for survival. So it is all about balance, like most things. Uh, So hopefully that gives you a couple of little tips on how to reduce your blood pressure naturally and reduce your risk of a a whole range of cardiovascular disease. That is it for this week. Catch you next time.